So when we are birthed out of our mother's womb, we awaken. And our whole lives is really about awakening and uncovering and getting to the depths of ourselves that has been compartmentalized, that has been layered with societal beliefs versus the true essence of the medicine in our bones. Awakening is a choice. It's a radical ritual. It is truth. You are here right now. And I invite you to continue awakening with Black Girl Magic. Join us. You're listening to Awaken with Shadea, the sacred portal where we have heart-to-heart conversations about the commitment to our desired selves. I'm your host, Shadea. It's well into springtime. And we've went through a lot of changes recently, a lot of shifts energetically and internally. And what's coming through more than ever is the desire to be our authentic selves and to not only be our authentic selves, but that our life completely reflects what our internal desires are. And again, it's spring. Spring is all about blooming and growing. Spring is about clearing, cleansing, and the seeds that we have planted are taking form maybe more rapidly than we even see or expect. This year, we're in a nature year in Dagra cosmology, known as African cosmology, also known as the medicine wheel. And nature is all about being your true nature. Nature represents the principle of change and transformation. It represents mutation, adaptability, flexibility, life, cycles, death, magic, and mysticism. And nature is really here to invite us to change and embrace the change. The magic that we crave and our attraction to that magic is deeply embedded within us. It is our nature within us. 
So when we think of nature, there are trees, rivers, springs, landscape, hieroglyphic messages, waterways taking information to trees and animals bringing information to the spirit world. A nature person is seen with a great ability to adjust to the shifts of life. Nature people are magicians and witches. So each time a person is destroyed because of their magical powers, nature is destroyed. Each time a tree is cut down or burned, a magical gift from earth is trashed. And nature people challenge us to be ourselves. A nature person is given the right to tell the truth. And when in alignment, they are just shining in their authenticity. Like what you see is what you get. <laughs> the kind of authenticity that inspires you to be your true self. This year, 2023, is a nature year in Dagra cosmology. We're being called in all ways, in all shapes, in all forms within our life to be ourselves more than ever and to let go of the programming that we have to be in a reality that we don't want to be in instead choosing that we have personal power, choosing that we have autonomy, choosing that we have vibrational worthiness within us and allowing that vibration to take form to be believed so that we can be in our sexy, sexy lives. I think a lot of the times when people think about spring, they say, you know, this is the new year actually starting and that is very true but i think what comes with that is this deep desire to have your desired life happen really fast and creating this friction between your desired reality your life 
what it could be. And notice when springtime comes around is that people feel this pressure and I can feel it energetically like throughout the world, the earth, the human beings that live on the earth. This pressure that now my new year has actually started But instead of surrendering into springtime and like the natural processes of growth, which is how the earth goes, we plan something, we wait, we have patience and we allow it to bloom and we water it and we nurture it before it blooms. And it's given different things outside of us, like the sun, the water from the sky, the nutrients from the soil, the vibrations from the earth itself. I think we forget about that process as a society when we're thinking about the lives that we want to have. And so we're growing up we're becoming adults, we be, we're becoming elders in this human culture of forcing things or trying to force things to be what we want them to be, not giving any room for spaciousness, not giving any room for the unexpected, for better than what I imagined, not giving any room for the magic and the fertileness of earth and reality and creation. And there's a disconnect in our society with that. So I wanna talk to you about it more in depth because I don't want you to go into spring and say, these are all the goals that I have to get done by this very unrealistic date that I've set for myself. Because that's another thing that I've noticed, an observation is that people make unrealistic goals based off filling into the energetics of momentum. So when you're setting an accurate goal, you're really telling it like it is. So when someone asks you, what is your goal? You say now, this present moment, this reality. And you say it's already done. And if they ask you, what do you mean it's done? Where exactly is it?
You answer and say it's hard to explain, so I'm not going to try. And I want to give you a moment to really sit in what I just said. See, the magic in the creation of the lives that we want, it simply comes from shifting and sorting through what we actually want for our lives, getting to the nitty gritty of what we desire. Step two, well, that's been done for you. You have to know what you've been asking for. And knowing that it's done. Your inner magic, your inner being, your inner healer, magician took care of it. And the third thing that I think people have to really practice to embody is aligning your actions and lining up for what you ask for. See, we ask for things, but then we're not actually embodying it through our actions, through the way we think, And it really starts with us. So, I want you to practice the power of non-resistant thought. Because when you go through this process, What you're going to battle is yourself. You have to stop thinking thoughts that are resistant to the reality that you desire. Because life is about not observing it. Life is not about observing it. Life is about creating it. And when we point and direct our energy towards the things that creates the reality we want versus the things that keep us in an observation mode, that keeps us down, that keeps us depressed, that keeps us anxious, that keeps us not feeling courageous or less confident. And you might ask, how do I do this? You do this by practicing alignment. And some great ways to practice is meditation, 
visualization, imagination, daydreaming. Allowing your imagination to run freely and fully. Bigger than any reality you've ever experienced. This is you really embodying the energy of that vibrational reality vortex within you. It allows you to quiet through teaching, through practice, those not enoughness thoughts that you have. And things begin to flow more. You start to realize it's no longer about trying to piece them together, making them fit like a puzzle but allowing them to bloom and take shape like a garden, like the earth, like nature. I love the alignment of creation and everything earth and how it connects so beautifully. So in this moment, I want to take you through a quick visualization of that happening. So if you could close your eyes, and if you can't close your eyes, just get into a space of deep groundedness. Allowing whatever around you to now be outside of that bubble, a bubble, clear, circular, canceling out any of those distracting energies. And I want you to feel and visualize the bubble expanding in and out, slowly and gently. And this bubble is gonna become invisible. It'll just be with you throughout this visualization process. You're gonna look down at your feet. With your eyes closed. You're now in this earth fertile space. This is your earth. It can be a desert, it can be an ocean, it can be a forest, it can be a mountain, it can be a volcano, whatever. 
whatever feels resonant to who you are and where you're at right now. I want you to look around at all the creations of earth around you. And you see in this earth that you have that everything takes form and grows at its own pace. Everything blooms at its own pace. And everything is perfect. There's nothing you want to change about this earth. What makes it so perfect is its imperfection and its humanness. Its liveliness. Its openness. So I want you to take one of those desires that you have in your heart and you can literally physically touch your heart right now if you like taking that desire placing it into this earth world that you are experiencing plant that desire into the ground giving it a resting space to take form, to root. So you're digging up the soil and putting the seed in. And the seed might not look like a actual seed. Maybe it's a white energy light, red, green energy light going into the earth. Bowing, some rain that come from the sky, golden drops, sunrise, sunset colored drops, raining gently down on your desire. And the sun comes out, golden, yellow, and orange. The sky is a pink, reddish, purple, lavender sunset. And as you look up at that sky, I want you to inhale Exhale, (sighs) knowing that creation has been made. Earth has once again shown she's fertile. And now that you have directed this desire It's about doing it internally as much as you need. And this is one way. 
beautiful. When you're ready, bringing your attention back to your body. Feeling through your body where you may have chills, tingles. Inhaling through your nose. Slowly exhaling through your mouth. Beautiful. That is a virtual version, mini, of earthing meditation, shamanic meditation that I came up with. Hope you enjoyed. So if you had anything come up, press pause before you move forward and write it down. That was so yummy. I loved it. So that's being in alignment. That's practicing alignment. I've learned that I've been so much healthier in my imagination. I used to treat my imagination as if it was this bad thing because after a while society did, institutions did, family did, friends did. And it's not to blame them. I actually feel sorry for them because now that I've come back to appreciate my imagination, it's really taught me how powerful it is to daydream, to have an imagination, to be in meditation and how that space is just so mystical. like extremely <laughs> i used to get in trouble in school in elementary specifically french class um for daydreaming spacing out but i would be in french class imagining me free speaking french in paris traveling the world and i would just zone into my own worlds every day. Luckily, my teacher was like actually one of my favorite teachers. But at the same time, he didn't understand what was happening. He thought I wasn't paying attention. And I realized now that I was every ever much so paying attention because I was going deeper. It just was showing up in a different way. And so my relationship with my imagination is deepening and it's exciting. And I'm excited for you because I know this will be a new journey embark for your own imagination.
thunder, the lightning here. It's confirmation. I love how the earth just gives all confirmation. So, again, I'm not here to face reality. I'm here to create reality. And when I look at what is launched desires and become the fuller version of myself, I feel my way into a vibrational reality of what I've become. I don't really set goals anymore. I just identify what I want all day, every day. I set intentions. So from the brilliant Abraham Hicks, she said, to become vibrational worthy, you must have to care more about life itself, care about how you feel, forget your action journey and allow it to be a vibrational journey. Because if you can care about how you feel about what's happening or what's not happening or whether it happens or not, then you got it. So when people ask your goals, you tell them that it's right on track. And this water coming in during this podcast interview, last time it was the birds. Water and Dagra, ooh, and this thunder, beautiful. Water and Dagra represents reconciliation, healing, grieving, and peace. So if someone says to you, oh, you're a dreamer, not a realist. You tell them, I don't face reality. I create reality. I automatically launch desires and become the fuller version of what and who I am. And I feel my way into vibrational alignment with what I become. I am becoming vibrational worthy of all the good stuff I have been asking for. Mm, Ashe. And I'm gonna leave you out with these two pool cards, of course, the ancestors have messages. Both of them beautiful. The first one, inner healer. You have received an invitation to follow the path of the inner healer, 
to choose to do the inner work required to turn your pain into medicine. Like a tree that shed its dying leaves in winter, you must let some parts of you die and fall away so you can not only live but thrive. This car signals that you have a choice to make. You will take this chance or will you not? You will become a powerful healer or will you allow past traumas, limiting beliefs, false ideas of self-image and toxic relationships to push you and your beautiful light further into darkness? Do not be afraid to confront your pain. You are held by Mother Earth. Each dying leaf released is another rites of passage, leading you closer to your true self and making space for your fresh growth in the spring. With time, the light of your inner healing will shine, illuminating your gifts of wisdom and growth and awakening the inner healers of those around you. Wow. I love this. I love this thunder confirming. And so you're going to need to let go Because sometimes when we think we've done the work, it may have some lingering presence still within us. Banishing your past pains and regrets with flame not only releases you from them, but also releases you to heal as you rise from the ashes. So on paper, write a letter to the person, thing, or situation that wounded or scarred you physically or spiritually. Let it all out. Write down everything you want to get out Light your black candle, which provides protection and heals for the darkest of wounds. Take your letter, light it with the candle flame, and ask the fire to take it from you. As the ash falls, touch it with your thumb. Rub it on your forehead while saying, from this ash, I will rise. Beautiful. And the next card is accept your gifts. Your unique gifts are what make you who you are. And they are the most natural path to finding your purpose. For some people, gifts may come in the form of a green thumb or an innate ability to heal animals. For others, their gifts might be compassion strong intuition, or a naturally open heart. Gifts are as varied as the billions of people who live on this earth, and no two gifts are exactly the same. So don't doubt yourself and your natural talents. A part of us always knows what we're good at. We receive little moments of clarity when doing something that sparks curiosity, joy, familiarity, and excitement. Accepting your natural gifts is like the sun rising on a new day. 
It brings light and clarity after a period of darkness or a sense of feeling lost. Using your gift will feel natural as though you can't imagine how life would be without it. Doubting your gift strains your power. If you're feeling unmotivated, lacking in energy or confused, you must learn to trust yourself again. Believe in your ability to know what feels right in your soul. Accept your gifts. They will bring light to the path of confidence, joy, and fulfillment. And say aloud these affirmations. I am on purpose for a purpose on my sacred journey here on earth. I hold all the tools I need to walk my path. I look within to find answers to my questions because all that I need to know is within me. I am capable, worthy, and deserving of acknowledging that I am sacred, gifted, and magical. Ashe. Beautiful. Those messages were very clearly saying confidence in yourself, trusting in yourself, guiding within yourself, awakening your healer within. And I want to debunk this myth that healer means it has to look a certain way or that if you are a healer that you have to go into the occupation of doing so and let me explain a little more your healing gift could be your writing Or your healing gift could be your intuition. There are ways to share your gifts with the world. In a vibrationally aligned way. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to make it your job. But it is a responsibility. It is a duty. It's just doesn't have to be what makes you money. Does that make sense? But I also want to say that it very much can be that. I chose to do my medicine as my full-time job. And it is the best thing and best decision I ever made in my life. So I want to encourage you to take that faith and that thing that's been deep, deep inside you coming up periodically, time after time, and you suppress it down, or the self-doubt comes in, or the fear comes in. That's what community for is for. 
That's what support is for. That's what Sanctuary School is for, the educational wellness platform for Black women. That's what this podcast, Awaken with Sade, is for. That's what Black Girl Magic at Whole is for. And there's so many other places and spaces that dedicated to it as well. You don't have to do this journey alone, and you're not supposed to. And with that, I leave you in gratitude. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Share with a friend who needs to hear. Follow me on IG at Black on Magic or Shadea or both. (laughs) And learn more about Sanctuary School in the description.